Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hello, Savvy Souls. So for the past several years, my devotion, my curiosity, my area of highest interest has been to learn as much as I possibly can about coaching. So I've gone into depth. I've joined groups, I've studied how our brains work, how we make decisions, how our subconscious impacts us, how we trip up, what coaching tools work best for me and for my clients, and which ones don't. I've studied coaching, I've listened to coaching podcasts, I've learned from coaching myself, I've learned from coaching my clients from study groups, from talking to my peer coaches. I've been on a quest to learn as much as I possibly can about you and me and about how we navigate the world. And I'm still coaching and I still love it. I still have that curiosity to learn more about it, to learn as much as I possibly can. But this year... My devotion, my curiosity, my most important learning isn't about coaching at all. It's about art. It's about painting. I'm doing this because I've been an artist for a while now, and I'm self-taught. And I've always done kind of abstract pieces. I've always done pieces that came from within me, almost like a message or a download. That's where my art came from. But last fall, I had this desire to paint clouds. And that means I'm painting landscapes, which is just completely different than anything I've done. So I've adopted beginner's mind. And I'm immersed in the world about learning about landscape art and about painting and about drawing and things like that. So I'm totally focused on painting and nature and painting clouds and learning how to paint how they feel to me. So instead of spending my time in coaching study groups, I attend art classes. I listen to podcasts about art and creativity and the link between nature and our creative desires. My coffee table is piled up with new painting books. My kitchen island where I really like to sit when I write or draw is covered with my sketches and drawings and musings. For a while, I was worried that this dedication of mine to learning about art instead of learning more about coaching might affect my coaching ability. I've always been so steeped in the learning about coaching. But I'm starting to think the opposite is true. I'm finding that art is showing me more about myself, more about human behavior, more about human desire 
and the way we navigate through our world than anything I've studied before. So that's why I'm starting to introduce some art themes here. Not because I think y'all want to learn how to be artists, but because of what I'm learning that I think is so valuable for you as you navigate through life. So today I want to talk to you savvy souls about one idea I heard about art that's not only wise, but has a deep meaning, a truth, I think, about your life and how you navigate through it. So specifically, it's this. The making of art unfolds the art. So I want to elaborate on what that means in the art context so I can show you why that idea is relevant to you. So I want you to just do a little thought exercise with me, even if you've never painted. I want you to imagine you're a painter. You've got all the skills you need and you're facing a blank canvas. You've got a general idea where you want the painting to go. You've even done a nice little sketch of the composition ahead of time. There's that piece of paper in front of you with a sketch on it. And now there's this blank canvas in front of you. So you start to sketch out an outline of the basic shapes from your sketch onto the canvas, just to give yourself a map of where you'd like the painting to go. Then you mix a full palette of paint colors and you start to apply color one brush stroke at a time. If you're like me, you listen to music that puts you in kind of a trance. Music without words, just a hum, a captivating rhythm that kind of shifts you, shifts your mind elsewhere. So you're in that state and you look at the canvas and you get a feeling for the next color that you want to add. You mix it up, you apply it here, and then, oh, a little bit there. Oh, you need to soften an edge. Oh, you need it a little brighter. But you're not really thinking, you're not analyzing, you're not saying these words. You're just in the feel of the paint. You're in the feel of mixing the color. You're just there, you're dipping your brush, one small stroke after another. Hours go by and you don't even notice. Lunchtime passes. And even though you're normally ravenous at lunch, you don't even notice. Finally, your dogs, who really need to go out to pee by now, start barking impatiently, alerting you to the passage of time. You put down your paintbrush and take the dogs out. And when you return, you look at the painting. It's very distinct from your sketch. It's different from what you originally planned. Your painting has taken on a life of its own. The end result is hugely distinct from what we've planned, Savvy Souls. The essence of something occurs as we paint. As we paint, the art materializes. It emerges. It's like it has its own life. It has a personality that evolves. It has an emotion it conveys. It has a meaning that shifts. And that's what that quote meant. The meaning of art unfolds the art. 
It's the doing of the art that causes the art to emerge. Savvy souls, the making of art is a creative process. To make good art, we must be in an altered state where we're not fussing, we're not thinking, we're just being. We're allowing the creative muse to work hand in hand with us, to co-create with us. We're with the creative muse and the art is unfolding. Or if that doesn't resonate, Savvy Souls, you can think of it more in scientific terms. To make good art, we need to be in our right brains, not in our normal state, which is to be in our left brains, the world of logic and reason and sequential steps and figuring it all out. That's the side of our brain that's great at math, scientific reasoning, an org chart, a plan, all awesome things. But that's not where our art comes from. That's not where our creativity comes from. For that, we need to not be thinking. We need to not be reasoning. We need to drop the thinking and shift to the part of our brain, our right brain, that sees how the puzzle pieces fit together in surprising ways, sees how one idea about this could have value for another idea about that. The part of our brain that goes click, 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 and oh, this is how it could all fit together. This is what could work here. It's the part of our brain that doesn't feel compelled to follow rules, comply with constraints. It's the part of our brain that doesn't think of time, that doesn't feel pressured, but is subsumed in delight, wonder, awe, possibility. Oh, this could work. Oh, I could bring this different thing in and add it to that different thing. That would be amazing. And that's why Savvy Souls, the making of the art, the actual sitting down and painting or drawing or sculpting or whatever unfolds the art. Not the sketch we make in advance. The sketch we make in advance just kickstarts us into the action, into the actual experience of doing it. But here's the thing, Savvy Souls. Your life, too, is a creative act. This isn't an episode about making art, although it might feel that way. It's about creating your life. And your life, the act of creating it, is not a mathematical left brain problem to solve. You can't decide ahead of time, oh, if I do A, add B, then I add C, D, E, and F, I'm going to get G. Well, you can plan that way. You can believe that it will all happen that way, but here's the thing. The chance of it actually happening that way are, well, in my experience, pretty much zero. And yet a lot of us start out our adult lives thinking we can plan it all ahead of time. That's why students are so anxious and stressed about picking the right major at school or trying to decide what specific career they want to go for, as if there were one answer and they needed to figure out what that answer is right now, as if what they decided now would lead them 
for sure to a particular destination and in doing that, eliminate other destinations. And that does sound rather stressful and momentous and all of that, except my friends, it's not true. Life doesn't happen that way. It doesn't unfold that way. Life is like art. The making of art unfolds the art. The making of life unfolds the life. Savvy souls, I want you to feel the truth of that. So please try this exercise. Pause for a moment and think back to 10 years ago today or 20 years ago today, whatever time frame you want. What were you doing? What were you thinking? What were you planning then? Can you remember what decisions you were making that seemed so momentous? What plans you were trying to develop? What did you expect would happen? Where did you expect you'd be now? Could you have foreseen the you, the you exactly as you are now, with all the details of your life, the way they've turned out? If you're like the vast majority of us, no, you couldn't. Think back, notice what unexpected twists and turns took place, what unusual events intervened, what things didn't turn out, what surprising opportunities and lucky coincidences occurred. What people you didn't even know 10 years ago showed up and were instrumental. Start to notice all the ways your life unfolded naturally and differently than what you planned. How you experienced what came up. How you had chance encounters, new teachers, synchronistic events. How all of this mattered and affected the path you were on and are on now. I think one of the things that causes us the most pain, savvy souls, is rigidly adhering to a plan we made some time ago. To live in our expectations and to be disappointed every time our expectation is broken. Because the world didn't work out according to our plan for it because we thought we could control it, and we didn't. We put so much emphasis on having our plans work out, getting the job we wanted, the promotions we've worked hard for, making sure our marriages work out, wanting our friends to remain loyal to us forever, needing our kids to work through life unchallenged, happy, and remaining close to us. The truth is, savvy souls, some things in life work out, some things in our plan work out, and some things don't. We can work so hard to make things work out, but at the end of the day, there are a lot of things we just don't control. That trying to control things can be so painful when it doesn't all work out. We can live in the it shouldn't be like this. I wish I'd made a different choice. This should have turned out differently. I thought it was going to be different. We can beat ourselves up for the ways our plans didn't turn out, for the choices we made. We can beat ourselves up for the way our lives deviated, 
from what we expected. We can fall into endless rumination and self-criticisms or, or we can realize we don't have the control we'd imagined at the beginning. We can realize the plan we made was just something we did to kickstart us into action. We can understand that our plan was never going to fully materialize. Our plan has already served its purpose. Just like an artist painting never looks exactly like the sketch the artist started out with, our lives don't materialize according to any plan we think up ahead of time. We can choose to understand that life's an adventure. It's an exploration. It's a matter of being in it and living it. We can make a plan, start taking action, and then be open to what happens. We can welcome the deviations from the plan, welcome the disruptions, welcome the things that didn't work out the way we expected. Welcome the learning we get from all of that. Welcome the new people, new ideas, new inspirations, chance encounters. Welcome the ending of the friendships that create room, their ending that creates room for a new friend. Welcome the end of a job that creates opportunity for something new. Welcome the failed business that taught us 10 invaluable things that help us succeed in our next business. Welcome the wrong turn. Welcome the missing of a meeting, going for coffee before you drive back and having a chance conversation with a stranger at the coffee shop that alters the course of your life because you missed the meeting in your diary that you'd planned to attend. Savvy soul, your life is a creative act that is unfolding. To be the best creator of it, you can't be in your left brain all the time. You can't be rigidly planning it. You can, but you'll be stressed for sure. You'll be frustrated for sure. And you won't be open to the flow of it. You won't be open to the surprising opportunities. You won't be in it. You won't be in the rich, full-on experience of living it, of being in it. Savvy souls, if things haven't been turning out for you, if life hasn't been feeling good, I want you to think about what you heard today. Absorb it. I want you to be open to the idea of what if it's a beautiful thing that my life isn't following my plan for it? Ask yourself, what opportunities are opening up to me now, now that this has happened? Ask yourself, if I could decide anything I wanted right now, forgetting about my plan, what would I do right now? What's available to me right now? What wisdom is presenting itself to me right now? You can notice what's around you right now. You can notice what you're enjoying right now. You can notice what's pulling you right now. You can notice what hidden longing, urges are buried in you right now and wanting to be heard. Savvy souls, try treating your life 
like a painting that's unfolding. Notice the richness and beauty of it as it happens compared to what you'd sketched out and planned ahead of time. Notice what's different. Notice what's presenting itself now and decide your next step. Leave your plan. Just decide what feels good now. That's all you ever have to do. Pick up that paintbrush and make the next mark on the canvas that's your life. Let your creative muse help you. Step into your right brain. Be open to the richness and the wonder and awe and delight that's presenting itself to you today, right now, because, savvy souls, you're off plan. Love you guys. Have yourselves a creative, unplanned week. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.